All right, welcome to the latest edition to hear that podcast. Growlin' Pointer Jr., just me, your host from The Athletic. Special episode, special post-schedule release episode of HTPG here for you. Full reaction from me on the Bengals slate, which is in front of us now, so we can react to some of the good, some of the bad, some of the things that made me happy, some of the things that maybe made some people sad. But either way, there's a lot to touch on as the Bengals schedule is here. Time to use your Marriott points. Time to cash in those Delta miles. Plan your trips. Call your boys. Call your girls. Get it together because we know where we're going. I'm going to go down the list. I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the dynamics of this schedule which I think all in all was a favorable one for the Bengals. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the opener. Uh, I want to talk about some of the road trips, some tough stretches, um, and a few of the surprises. And, and really, I think one bad card that they were dealt. So let's dive right in here. Uh, I'm going to go down the list. and We're just going to run through said schedule. And then we'll start diving in. Week one, on the road, at Cleveland. Week two, home, Baltimore Ravens. So opening back-to-back AFC North games. Week three, first primetime game, Monday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. Week four, trip to Nashville at Tennessee. Week five, uh, at Arizona. Week six, Seattle comes to pay core stadium. Then the bye, earlier than it's been the last couple of years. Then uh, it gets quite real. Week eight, at San Francisco in the four o'clock window. Week nine, Sunday night football, Buffalo Bills in Cincinnati. Week 10, Houston comes to town. Week 11, short week, Thursday night football at Baltimore. Week 12, Pittsburgh in Cincinnati. Week 13, another primetime game. This one at Jacksonville, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. Then week 14, home game against Indianapolis. Week 15, home game against Minnesota. Week 16, at Pittsburgh in the 4 o'clock window. Week 17, New Year's Eve, Bengals at the Chiefs in the 4 o'clock window. And then the round out the season at home against the Browns, bookending this schedule with Cleveland. Um, let's go through some of the dynamics of this. First of all, four primetime games, but you know, you can't necessarily think of it strictly as a primetime scenario, as you heard me mention a lot as we go down that list. That four o'clock window, critical window for, for Fox, for CBS. So, yeah, they could have gotten six primetime with a seventh flexed, um, but they have four primetime, but a bunch of appearances there uh, in that four o'clock window. So still pl- plenty of exposure, uh, all the things you expected, but maybe maybe a little less in terms of the actual primetime night game, but you know, plenty of flex opportunity when you look at it as well. Um, how about this? For the scribes, for me, five home Sunday at ones. Oh, 
You're just a dream, Raj. I got to tell you, how beautiful is that? Uh, there's few things I enjoy more from a workflow perspective than home Sunday at one. It's the, it's like the, the core covering the bad years of the Bengals in me. It just, it's just, it makes me happy. So good for that. I don't know if fans enjoy it, but I certainly do. Um, no international game, no Black Friday, no games on Christmas or Christmas Eve, uh, no Thanksgiving. So none of those big tent poles, they did hit the New Year's Eve with the Chiefs. So then you get into, okay, they have last year the story that kind of came out of it as far as an advantage perspective goes was they had all three of their division road games in primetime, which is a significant disadvantage. I mean, that is a, an uphill climb for any team. I went through in the mock schedule, the background uh, of some of those numbers over the last 10 years. There is a 16% difference in win differential uh, when playing a road game in the division in the AFC North. Uh, in a regular time slot versus having to go do it in a prime time time slot. That is a massive number when you talk about the difference just when a game is played and what that can mean. Um, and in particular, having to go do it against Baltimore, who has been dominant in that spot, um, was, was part of the conversation. Well, guess what? This year... Um, they have to do it again. I think this was the real, the negative of the whole schedule. If there's one thing that you where you start that you're picking out as for a reason why you don't like it, um, it's having to go to Baltimore and play in prime time on a short week, one of your bigger games of the season, one of your top division rivals going into their place. The Ravens. Uh, are seven and one, seven and one in division at home in prime time. Only a miracle drive by Kenny Pickett in the final seconds of Week Seventeen last year uh, is the only thing that's keeping them from being undefeated in that stretch. And that was against Tyler Huntley, not Lamar Jackson. Um, the Ravens have the best record in the NFL in those situations. Uh, over that time span, that's that's who they've been. That's been a tough place to play. You know, even more on that, going back to '03, you know they have twelve games, twelve primetime home games in the division that they've had, and never allowed more than twenty in any of them, with an average of thirteen points allowed. It's just, I know there's some old stats in there. Um, but a lot of this is new, and you saw it last year when the Bengals had to try to go in there, and they had the the goal line debacle, the shovel pass, and the Philly special, and all that stuff. But you know that's a, just a tough place to go win, a tough place to play, and then you have to do it on a short week. Also adds to the degree of difficulty. Short week road teams very tough to pull off. They're going to have to do that going to Baltimore. I think the one bad card that they were really dealt on this schedule. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about um, the opener. So at Cleveland, which, you know, when I went through kind of 
the potential advantages and disadvantages of, of how these games could be ordered, you know, I keep a basic theory of there's there's some teams, whether it be a quarterback issue or a new head coach or whatever, where you want to have them early as they are going to have to work out the kinks in, in an important spot. Um, quarterback and head coach are usually the most notable. So I like putting those games at front. Typically, you want to see the games that look easiest on paper at the front of your schedule. And the ones that appear tougher on paper to be at the back end because Lord knows those things change week to week in the NFL as it goes forward. Injuries, disappointments, all kinds of stuff that happens over the course of a season. And that could happen for the Bengals as well. But just in general, I think it's a good philosophy when you're trying to judge difficulty of schedule and how it will be in terms of not who you play, but when you play them. In that sense, I think it worked out well. I think opening at Cleveland is a fantastic advantage. One, you know, until last year when they went to Carolina and pulled a miracle out against uh, Baker Mayfield. Cleveland, since they returned, won 21 and one in openers. You know, they still haven't won except uh, at home in a home opener uh, the first week. So maybe you like that. Maybe there's some good mojo on your side there. Oh, by the way, hey, Orlando Brown. I uh, hope you appreciated your paycheck. Uh, hope you liked the the massive signing bonus. It's great. Yep, yep. You want to play left tackle? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can play left tackle. Sounds great. Uh, week one, Miles Garrett. Enjoy that. That's why you're here. So Orlando Brown right into the mix. Not messing around with that. Uh, you know, Bengals will learn what they've got very quickly there. Um, But the thing with the Cleveland game opening is, Deshaun Watson was rusty last year, played six games. He didn't look great, including one in Cincinnati where he didn't look great. Interception, 6.2 per attempt. Cleveland scores 10 points. Um, you know, you saw some flashes, but, you know, he's clearly still got rust to kick off. Now it's going to be his first game of this season. You know, I, I anticipate him. I mean, at, at some point, you got to think you're going to start to see something closer to the level that Cleveland thinks they paid for. But I still think there's going to be a lot of reps necessary for that. So to get a division road game uh, where you're still going to have the opposing quarterback working out kinks, I like that. I like that as a starter. I think that's a good place to begin. Um, That said, you lose that. You breathe real life into an opponent a division opponent that needs to get a little confidence going into the season. They have struggled, certainly in Cleveland. Don't forget, they haven't won in Cleveland since 2017. Burroughs never won up there. They've had their number. Worst game they had all last season was in Cleveland. So, so you know, worst game the Bengals that Burrow has played maybe in his entire career was week one last year against Pittsburgh. So there's a lot of stuff in there that you're going to have to see them work through. And, and two division games to start gets right down to business. But here's what I like the most about the schedule. So if you look at uh, our power rankings, and I think most power rankings are generally in the same vicinity at this point, teams on paper, a feel for who they're going to be. Um, like I talked about, you you kind of want your better – teams in the back end the Bengals have six games against teams that are in the top 10 in our power rankings uh only one before week eight 
Baltimore at home. Okay. Now they have their bye there in week seven and you get this stretch. Nasty. The, the, the gristly meat, if you will, of the season and a lot of lot to work through. San Francisco week eight, Buffalo in prime time in week nine. At Baltimore Thursday night football on a short week in week 11. Monday night football at Jacksonville week 13. That's a grinder. You can almost hear it now, right? You can almost hear it in the background. They got to play us. Duffner, right? It's kind of a lot what we talked about last year where so much at that midpoint of the season, people were talking about the tough schedule the Bengals had in front of them. They really rose up. This Bengals team has really been really nimble on their feet, adjusting on the fly during the season, the last couple of years, both years five and four at their buys, and then caught fire late in the year. It's It's been a, a real personality trait for them. Burrow has notably played better as the year has gone on, um, has bragged, you know, I don't know if bragged the word, but he's certainly discussed the reasoning he thinks that has always been the case is that once he knows what defenses are going to throw at him, and there's just only so much, so many things you can see, the teams are on tape. You know, you've got a half a year of what everybody's trying on tape. He feels like he's got you, checkmate, and and that's typically shown where he has almost always gotten better as the year has gone on. So another reason you want some of these tough games. It's why you love having Kansas City, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Buffalo. I mean, huge games in big spots. In the big picture of seedings uh, in the AFC, all right there, all there at the end of the season. Um, I think you like that. And, you know, you of all those tough games that we're talking through, the first three of them are all at home. Or the, you have week two, you have one at, you have at home. Buffalo's at home. You got to go to San Francisco in week eight. Um, but Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City on the road. But it's in the back half, and this team has has certainly made a reputation of going on the road in in some tough games and tough environments and finding ways to pull out wins, and done that as the year has gone on. So I think I think you like that. Uh, let's talk about games that got easier uh, versus games that maybe got harder. Uh, I think some games that got easier: uh, Arizona, which should be easy anyway. 32 in the power rankings. I mean, their they're rosters in shambles. They're building for the 2024 draft. But uh, Kyler Murray can change things in a hurry. He can do some crazy stuff back there. He can certainly keep Arizona in it. Is he even going to be back? I think there's a thought that he won't even be back by the time you get to Arizona in week five. If it was later in the season, maybe you're seeing Kyler Murray and he gives you a little more juice, gives the Arizona a little bit more of a chance. So I think that game got easier. Uh, I mentioned Cleveland... In week one, I think you still have the Deshaun Watson rust factor. Uh, I think Indianapolis being later in the year, again, another game that you know, Indianapolis is a team that's kind of in a rebuild. Uh, but, I mean, Jim Irsay himself said Richardson is playing this year. I mean, he's a project. Anthony Richardson is a project out of Florida. It's going to take him time. He is a special freak, but he's admittedly by everyone's estimation a project. At what point do they actually go to the project? Or is it Gardner Minshew at quarterback before then? I think it there's a pretty good chance you're seeing Richardson there. And if you're facing a project rookie, 
and you're the Bengals defense at home in December, uh, an indoor team. I think I had, I looked up this stat the other day in the last five years, they've only played one outdoor game. Indianapolis is a franchise only played one outdoor game with the temperature at 40 or less. You know, they're indoor, they play in the AFC South. Their divisional games are all South. They rare, they just, they rarely even go into any kind of a cold environment. Now that game's going to be, uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be an unseasonably warm day, but a chance to maybe have Indianapolis outside and a project rookie quarterback. I think you like that. It's potentially getting easier. Um, I like the young Rams uh, being early. I mean, they're doing a roster gutting tons of rookies, tons of young players, even though they still have McVay and Stafford and Aaron Donald. I mean, they've got guys, but I mean, they have notably flipped over that roster. They're going to be going west to east. They're, you know, a, a big national spotlight. The first primetime game of the year at home. Those have been pretty electric environments that the Bengals have really fed off of. You know, how do a, how does a really young Rams team respond to that? One that's already going to be doing a, need to do a lot of growing over the course of the season anyway. I think that game got a little easier. I think the Rams will start to put some things together as that year as the year goes along. But to catch them early in a in a very high profile environment, I think helps you. Uh, harder mentioned Baltimore. I think that that became exponentially harder um, at Jacksonville. I mean, we we've talked about these prime time home games. It's extreme favor for for the home team. There's just these environments they they bring the best out of these teams. You've already got Trevor Lawrence. I, this isn't a saying that the Bengals or Burrow are going in there scared in the very least, but the game got harder. I, th- I think putting a high profile on it and Jacksonville later in this season, again, that's a Jacksonville team that's still growing too. A young team still growing even more of the growth from, from Trevor Lawrence. They took a big jump last year, but getting them later in the year, I think makes that a little bit tougher. Putting it in prime time uh, makes it a little bit tougher on you too. But, all in all, I think I think it fell okay. Last year there was some disadvantages, you know. I mean, last year you saw it. You saw the primetime road division games, uh, and you you knew you all you already knew you were having nine on the road. There were some tough there were some tough aspects to last year. This year, I I think it's a I think it's not too bad. I think you 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 mostly like the way that it fell. Um, that said, trips. Let's talk trips. Nashville. Yeah, boy. Let's go, Nashville. Week four, great timing. Early October, easy drive. No worries about any kind of weather stuff. It's, it's, we've had some times in Nashville, it's been cold. Gonna get a, you can get a nice warm day. I, I, if you're a country, if you're country people, I'm not a country guy, but maybe you are. There is a Thomas Rhett concert happening at Bridgestone on Saturday night. So you go. Rhett concert on Saturday, Bengals Titans on Sunday, big weekend in Nashville. Like that trip. San Francisco, nice timing too. If you've never been, good time to go out there. Still early uh, in the year. Like that for, for a road trip. You knew that was going to be good. And then Jacksonville, anytime you can go south down into Florida that time of year, go do it. And it's on Monday, Monday night. So you could go down, bring your clubs. If you're a golfer, 
sneak in some quality golf, pay the $600 to play around at Sawgrass, do it on Monday morning, and then go to the game that night, boom, there you go. Enjoy it. Um, that said, some good trips there. Um, and that that's kind of, you know, that's kind of most of it. Uh, I, again, I think as a whole, you've got to be pretty happy with it. I don't think it changed. If you change whatever your opinion was of what the Bengals will be or can do, you know, it, you go into that buy with, with such an accessible first six there before the buy at Cleveland, Baltimore, Rams, Monday Night Football, at Tennessee, at Arizona, Seattle at home. I mean, you got to feel like four and two going into the bye is 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 a solid floor for for that group. I mean, Tennessee in a deep rebuild, Arizona maybe the worst roster in football, the Rams in a in a rebuild coming to your place on Monday Night Football. Like these are games you should win. Seattle, you're still talking about, you know, Geno Smith for his great his story was last year you did see him start to flatten out you know the receiving core is fun but what is, how good is seattle coming west to east uh you got him in your house so uh, i just you know you you should be able to be in a nice spot going into that bye and then feel like you can hit the ground running in that really tough stretch when when your tough stretch really comes after you so anyway i, I think uh all in all solid schedule uh, nothing too crazy. And, uh, and we're off and we're off plan the trips, figure out where you're going. And, uh, and you know, we'll see you out there. I want to hear from you guys. So let us know. We'll be back next week. Uh, we got rookie mini camp on Friday, uh, just one day quick in and out. Uh, so you'll see some stuff from us there. And then next week, Jay will be back off his vacation refreshed. And, uh, we'll talk a little bit more as the Bengals continue to grind into the off-season program. We might even start hearing from Joe Burrow soon. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hopefully. Potentially. So that could be coming your way too. Keep it locked. Hear that podcast growling and get your subscription to The Athletic while you can. We got deals going on for moms, dads, and grads, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation presents. Great deals going on with that. Make sure you check it out. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one, everybody. 